it's not a product, it's a technology. It's an education challenge. A regenerative suspension. There will be a growing demand for industrial photovoltaics. Innovation in the financing space. The high-speed train is in all our interests. All political lines. Australia is a solar paradise. The market is moving much faster than that. You've got something that's transformational. Solar window in a can. Beyond Zero, global warming science, solutions and action. Taking it to a do-it-yourself level. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Beyond Zero show, recorded in the studios of 3CR in Melbourne, syndicated around Australia on the community radio network and podcast at bze.org.au and 3cr.org.au. And don't forget you can follow us on the Twitter tag at bzetechshow. My name is Michael Steindl. Welcome to you all. I'm joined today by my co-host Natalie Bucknell Hello. and Kay Winnigal. Hi, Mike. G'day, guys. Today we're talking to Dom Mendonca and Dominic Eels from Energy Tailors. Energy Tailors is an organisation that helps you determine the best and most cost-effective electricity plan. Dom is the CEO and Dominic is a web developer and solution architect. So, Dom and Dominic, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Thank you. Good. So, uh, currently you're working in, in um, the utilities area at Accenture. So, tell us what instigated starting Energy Tailors. Yeah, thanks. Good question. I've been working within the industry for a long time now, about 10, 10, 11 years. And one thing we've noticed is that whilst things are changing slowly, they're not changing nearly as quickly as they should be. So what we'd really like to see is that um, customers get the information that they need. Um, a lot of industry um, incumbents uh, have vested interest to to lower people's um, understanding of the, the industry. And so what we wanted to do is to provide a trusted advisor service to help people guide their way through the, the complexity of the energy market. So, Dom, what does Energy Tailors actually do? Can you describe that in a bit more detail? Sure. What we do is we take your actual energy data, so that is the half-hourly um, uh, usage or your electricity consumption, and then calculate the best energy plan for you. And we do that based on a number of criteria. We do it based on price. We do it based on your environmental impact, which is primarily your carbon emissions. And we do it based on the services and products that the retailer or other service provider offers you. Okay. So that's quite a comprehensive analysis then. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we find that price is not the only thing that people are interested in, particularly, um, obviously, in, in a world where we need to be moving to a zero carbon future. Um, sustainability and the other, I guess, factors of, of what a retailer does in their in their other operations are really important to, to customers. And is this an Australia-wide service? Not at the moment. At the moment, um, only Victoria has a statewide rollout of what are called smart meters, which enable us to access their, your half-hourly energy data. But the other states are um, progressing a smart meter rollout. So I think South Australia has, has about 30-odd percent smart meters now. Um, New South Wales is working through a rollout. So hopefully we'll, we'll start you know, moving towards a national rollout soon. Is this um, mainly because you need smart meters to access the data? Look, we don't need smart meters, except having smart meters enables us to provide a really tailored service to you. So the way you uh, use energy, particularly if you've got solar panels, which are producing at certain times of the day, 
um, the most accurate service we can provide for you is if we have access to your smart meter data. If we don't, we can um, generate uh, uh, what we call a profile for you um, based on certain factors about how many people in your household or you know the type of um, kind of living arrangements that you have. Do you work professionally or do you stay at home during the day? But as I said before, the most accurate service we can provide for you is if we have access to your smart meter data. And as uh, pricing plans become more and more complex, so f- um, for example, time of use pricing and what's called demand pricing, which is coming in in Victoria next year, uh, it becomes more and more important that we have accurate data. Can, can you explain demand pricing for us? Sure. So demand pricing is based on the concept that the cost of providing um, a network or electricity um, service to you is to to a great um, extent dependent on the maximum usage you have um, throughout the year. I'm simplifying a little bit, but that's the core concept. And so demand pricing um, charges you an element of your overall bill based on your maximum usage during summer. And the theory behind that is that by charging you um, based on on that arrangement, it um, incentivizes you to reduce your electricity, um, your maximum electricity usage um, through summer. And that will then enable um, costs to reduce because we don't need to build the network to support such a maximum usage. Um, which will then reduce costs for everyone. And that's a great theory in practice, or in, in, in theory, I suppose. In practice, it's very, very difficult for customers to understand all of that um, and to be able to know when their maximum usage is and, and, in fact, how much it's going to be. And that's where we see a third party like ourselves um, being able to provide some assistance to customers to, to navigate that. So in Victoria, where we have made this massive investment in smart meters and arguably haven't really begun to to take full advantage of that, how does your process work? That's a really good good question and and really one of the reasons why we're so keen to to make use of smart meters. I mean, smart meters provide this half-hourly energy usage data. It's being used by retailers to billers. It's being used by distributors to gain a great understanding of their network. But, you know, the, it was paid for by, by us, by customers, mm. and really we should be the ones that gain from, you know, from it. So one of the things um, we're doing is, is obtaining that um, energy usage information, packaging it up and making in or deriving insights from it that we then present to the customer. So we can help understand, for example, do you have what are called vampire usage, that is devices that are on standby, We can help understand when is your maximum usage throughout the year. Is it correlated to temperature, for example? Um, And and I help you understand, you know, do you have appliances that are perhaps not not operating as they should, that are are drawing too much power? So you're exactly right. Um, The smart meter rollout has been expensive and, and to date hasn't really provided much benefit to consumers. Um, but by providing services like we are, we want to help um, you know, provide some of those advantages to, to customers. So how could I as a consumer access my smart meter data? Well, it's actually, at the moment, it's actually not that easy for people to access their data. So consumers will have to either contact their, their retailer and the, the retailer will often send them a summary 
maybe some some you know daily or monthly average like kind of sums of their of their data um, or they can contact their uh, energy distributor probably most people don't know who their energy distributor is they actually don't know they have a distributor maybe so how, uh, would, how would they find that out well they can their distributors always uh, always written on the top uh, right hand corner of the first page of their bill and it's the reason it's there is because it's always the distributor that gets contacted by the customer if there's a if there's a fault um, so they're the ones who go out and fix the actual faults in the network so the, they can they can definitely find out who their distributor is um, and then they would have to either some of the distributors have a, a portal that that a web portal that they can um, sign up to and through that they they might be able to get their data um, failing that um, they might need to go through a kind of a process where they download a form from their the website print it out fill it out sign it and send it to the retailer sorry to the distributor and and, and receive the data in another way so it's 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 not super easy and it depends on the distributor that they're with depends on the retailer that they're with there's not a single easy way to get their data so just to clarify that for example i get my power bills my retailing through PowerShop, but my distributor is city power um and i actually did do this did get the full half hourly data for and they tend to um say you can only ask once a year or something isn't they'll give you a full year's worth in a spreadsheet form but it, it wasn't hard. You just had to wait a few days for it to happen. That's right. And obviously you're, you're probably one of, if I might be so bold, one of the more um, au fait with the electricity industry, I guess, customers. And, and really you shouldn't need to be. You shouldn't mm-hmm. need to know the intricacies of the electricity market to be able to understand your own usage. Really, it's a market failure, and that's that's what we're here to, to fill, is to yep. be that trusted advisor to do it for you so you don't need to know all of those details. So following on from that question about how you work in Victoria, for our listeners in the rest of Australia, what can you offer them? Do they need to get you copies of the year's bills or what? Yeah, so essentially we will, yep, absolutely get a copy of the, of the year bill so that we can understand your total usage. Uh, we won't know from your year's bill what your usage over time is, that mm-hmm. is your, your usage throughout the day. Um, but we can make, as I was saying before, some inferences based on the type of, of living arrangements you have. And the, the key thing there is, do you uh, work during the day or, or do you not? Um, there's some other factors around whether you have air conditioners uh, that, that are electri- electricity-based and, and same deal with, with heating, um, but we can make, make some judgments based on that. So, yes, in the, in the re- rest of the um, or rest of Australia that doesn't have smart meters, um, sign up, send us through your, your bills, and then we can, um, we can assist you um, by making some inferences about, about your usage. The energy providers at all responsive. If you show you can get a better deal elsewhere, <laughs> well, that's a, a really good point. Obviously, your current retailer is not at all incentivised to provide you this information because one of the key benefits you can get from this information is to see are you being ripped off? Can you get a better deal elsewhere? So, um, no, your, your current retailers aren't in general um, all that happy to provide you. Um, provide you this information they'll often provide information but in a format that suits them 
um, that, you know, shows you some insights but doesn't really give you it in a form that enables you to see, can I get a better deal elsewhere? And and that makes sense, right? I mean, they're, they're not at all incentivized to do so. Mm. So how are you incentivized? How do you charge for your services? Yeah, so, look, we've um, been trialling a, a number of methods. At the moment, it's it's a completely free service, and that's really because we've started and we want to get a f- quite a few customers through, understand what works and what doesn't work. So getting In, quick, folks. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's right, actually. We're, we're, we're free in, at least until uh, January or end of January next year. So, so we're, we're free for a little while longer. What we're looking to do is to offer a service where if a customer pays us a small fee, um, we will continually check that they're always on the right, the best deal for them. So you sign up for mm-hmm. us once. If we find you deals, we'll let you know and help you switch. If we run the service and it turns out you're still on the best deal, then great. You know, you're, you're already on, on the best deal. There's nothing to be done. Does that mean that you're monitoring the energy throughout that period as well as looking for new deals Well, the on the market? What we do is we take a year's worth of energy usage and then we, we say, okay, well, that's how much you know, you're using over a typical year. Um, is, is anything changing? And we find that there's usually about 30-odd offers, Dom, um, that come up um, every every week, every thirty new offers. Wow, that's incredible change. Exactly. So there's lots of um, you know lots of new offers coming on board, lots of offers that are expiring that that you know are no longer relevant. So running this the service again for you on a regular basis can can be beneficial. Yeah, and on that, I don't think people quite realise that <clears throat> how many offers are available to them um, at any point in time. In, in all of, uh, at least Victoria, um, there'll, there'll be kind of 300-odd offers that are available. Um, it, it's kind of hard to fathom because there are uh, about 25 retailers, um, but the retailers will offer multiple um, different plans with mixes of discounts and, and, and different features and different incentives. And um, it, it's navigating all those different options and discounts and things that makes it quite difficult for people, I think. Continually having to do that. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and, and I noticed, Stephen, the, the Victorian government's just announced a, a plan to have a, an investigation of the 25 retailers and what is it, 10 distributors that... Um, yeah, five odd distributors. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's interesting because we've been in a so-called competitive market for some 15-odd years now and, and uh, this thing called churn, which is um, the number of people's changing retailers, is one of the highest in jurisdictions in the world. And yet... Um, rates haven't really dropped as the, as we think they should have. Uh, retail margins are still very, very high in Victoria. So there's something not quite right there. You know, it's, it, it's something that seems highly competitive, but really um, are customers getting the best deal that they, that they should be? And, and I think that's um, one of the key reasons for this um, investigation to be, be launched. Uh, which is really understanding is the market as competitive as it can be and what can be done to improve competition in the electricity market. And that's something that you're addressing as energy tailors and something we touched on before, Dominic, 
in terms of empowerment, people, you, you were talking about how much power people actually do have to change things. Yeah, that's right. I, I, th- I don't think people quite realise that, that it is easy to change um, your electricity plan or even, or even to install solar or, or do different things to kind of change your energy mix. And that's one of the things that energy tailors were really interested in, in communicating to people and, and letting them know. Uh, and giving them the tools to see that and to make those decisions. Um, it, it is really much easier. People think it's so hard, but it's not hard at all. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Beyond Zero Emissions Science, Technology and Solutions show, broadcast from 3CR and syndicated around Australia. And we're talking with Dominic Mendoka and Dominic Eels from Energy Tailors. And Energy Tailors are an independent, transparent organisation helping you find the best electricity deal and until January free. So, Don, tell us uh, about the PV factor. Um, that's a, an added complication. I know there are mandated um, minimum tariffs, uh, mi- minimum feed-in tariffs, and that's going to be increasingly of significance to people as people are coming off the, the premium feed-in tariffs and so on. Uh, I think... Um, New South Wales loses a swag of them um, at the end of this year and Victoria loses a swag, I think, June next year. So uh, do all PV offers offer just the minimum or are there some that do better than others? There's a lot, thanks. There's a lot that do slightly better than than the the mandated um, feed-in tariff. So I think the, the it's just increased slightly, which is which is fantastic. Um, the first time ever, actually. The yes, Victoria is offering to take in um, still nearly a year away, I think, but some consideration for environmental and social benefits. Exactly right, uh, which is which is a fantastic move. But uh, even with that. The um, feed-in tariff um, is less than the cost of energy if you buy it straight from the grid. And that's a really, really important point because it means that um, that generating solar power at the same time that you use it is much, much cheaper than generating solar power when you don't use it, even though you will then um, send it into the grid and get credits from it. And a simple example will will show that. So let's say the the feed-in tariff is $0.08 cents a, a kilowatt hour. Um, if you're buying from the grid, you're going to pay somewhere in the order of $0.20, $0.25 cents per kilowatt hour. So you're better off not buying the, the $0.25 cents mm-hmm. per kilowatt hour than getting an extra $0.08 cents a kilowatt hour from, from the uh, retailer. What's known as the pot of gold behind the meter. That's <laughs> right, exactly right. Can- so what we usually find is that there's somewhere in the range of zero to to five odd cents a kilowatt hour, which is the the additional uplift or additional rate that some retailers offer on top of the the minimum um, the minimum feed in tariff. Okay, so um, take us through the the process. Um, it, uh, consumers do they find their um, Retailers are reluctant to let them change. Is it uh, is it very hard for them to do? Look, as uh, Dom was saying earlier, it's it is relatively, or it can be easy to do. The, I think the key um, barrier is is being able to to get up and, and actually do it. You know, electricity can be a low interest um, product. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get your bill and you 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 rage about it for a few days, and then you kind of forget about it until the next bill comes along. Um, but you are you are correct. Oftentimes, we'll find that um, a customer will want to change, even change products within a retailer. Mm-hmm. 
um, and they call up and they find it's very difficult to to get their message across and, and say, no, no, I, this is the product that I want to be on. I don't want to be on your fancy you know, um, product. The other um, co- complexity is that we find that retailers have um, or call their products very, um, you know, very opaque kind of names um, and very similar names, you know, across retailers. So often you'll think that you're on, on one particular product, but it turns out that you're on the, you know, for example, the, the Super Saver 2 instead of the, the Super Max Saver. And, um, you know, it's very difficult for, for customers to, to be able to explain that to, to retailers sometimes. Mm. So it, your, your service um, is quite independent, isn't it? Because there are a lot of services out there that profess to be independent, but they don't seem to have quite the independence that <laughs> at, at first glance. That's right. And that was one of the, the key um, reasons for us getting in, into this. Um, there's some comparison sites that are actually owned by retailers in the first place. So, you know, mm. they're clearly not, not independent. One of our guiding principles throughout our, our, um, our journey, if you like, is that we wanted to maintain, be transparent and independent always. Um, now, what that means is that no matter what the outcome is for for um, the the customer, whatever comes out on top, we'll make sure that we um, give them that information. Um, we won't hide anything because um, you know this retailer is is paying us a, a lot of money or something to 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 send customers that way. We'll we'll never do that. And and look, we're working with um, a number of con- consumer advocacy groups to um, to ensure that we're audited or, or that that people can have confidence that we are doing what we say we do. But um, yeah, I guess short answer is yes, we are independent and, and transparent. We we don't favour some retailers over another um, at all. Mm-hmm. The the other factor besides the PV I just asked about is um, the external green power that um, so a green rated power um, mm-hmm. under the RET scheme or whatever. Um, and you hinted at this at the start. I think you, you said that customers aren't necessarily worrying just about cost. What do you do in terms of, of options for green power? That's that's exactly right. So we um, suggest to customers that they go on 100% green power products. And 100% green power means that the um, electricity that they're using uh, is offset, if you like, or is is um, produced by um, the equivalent amount of renewable energy that's been inserted into the electricity grid um, after a period and of time. And that's an audited process using the that's renewable right. energy certificates? Uh, they're not exactly using renewable energy certificates. This is a, a slightly uh, slightly different project uh, process. It's actually over and above the renewable energy target. So every, um, say, megawatt hour of electricity that you use throughout the year is an additional, on top of government-mandated um, renewables, uh, megawatt hour of, of green electricity that's added to the grid. So that's fantastic. And, and it's funny, a lot of customers don't realise that, that even if you're renting, even if you don't have the, the funds or what have you to buy solar, you can still be 100% renewable and zero emissions by going green power. Mm, I didn't know that. And, and in, in that instance, what's your business model if you're just helping somebody, uh, rather than saving them saving cost... They're saving on carbon emissions. What's the business model for for that? 
Yeah, it's a good service. Yeah, it's a good good question, and and it, it's sort of why we're trying to develop relationships with the customer. So the customer pays us a, a fixed yearly subscription, and then no matter what, um, we, you know, we're offering them, whether it be changing to a green power product, or simply simply insights about their energy usage. Uh, we've been we've been paid effectively because the customers paid us their, our thirty nine dollars, which is the the price at the moment per year. Um, they've paid us and we'll service them regardless of whether we're helping them switch or whether we're helping them with environmental issues or not. So there are a couple of other sites. There's the state government, um, switchon.vic.gov.au and a federal government, energymadeeasy.gov.au. Mm-hmm. How do they differ from what you're doing? Sure. So the Victorian or the, the Switch On site that you mentioned before also uses smart meter data. So that's uh, one of the first um, in, in the, the world really to, to, to do so. It doesn't, however, um, match uh, solar PV. It doesn't, and this is, we don't do it yet, but we're, we're very much on track to, to do so. We're, we're adding battery um, modelling to our, to our service as well. So the um, government website doesn't do that yet. And it also doesn't help customers switch, um, which is a service that we offer. As part of that $39 you That's right, yeah. Which is incredibly cheap, I think. And are you saying that nearly all the time that $39 will be swept up in the savings that they make by switching anyway? Well, that's that's a more difficult question to, to, to answer. What we've found so far is that we've, we've got an average um, of somewhere between 250 and $300 per year savings that we've found our customer base um, so far. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to be the same for, for everyone, obviously. It's, it's an average. But we have found that um, that we, we're saving customers, um, you know, quite, quite a lot of quite a lot of money. Um, however, there are some customers that are already on pretty good deals, in which case renewables is a good way to to, to help them. Okay, I um, I actually went to your website and filled out a form, mm-hmm. and that was quite painless, really. <laughs> <laughs> I was fearing the worst, but um, it's very easy to do and very quick. So. It's, it's so energytailors.com, is it? Or? Yeah, www.energytailors.com.au. All you need is a bill um, and you can sign up in, in less than five minutes. You can, okay. unless you're me and then it's six minutes. <laughs> okay, so we've just been talking to um, Dom Mendonca and Dominic Eels from Energy Tailors. Um, thank you guys very much for, for that informative um, briefing. Um, one little announcement. Australia-wide, there's a, a project to get um, all of us, and particularly our government, to recognise the climate emergency. This project is called the Climate Emergency Declaration. So if you go to climateemergencydeclaration.org, you can see there, and in particular sign the petition. Um, there is a big publicity event with uh, a fellow called Steve Possilt who's done a, a lot of climate work. He's paddling his kayak down from Ballina to Canberra, going to Wheelie's Kayak into um, Parliament House on February 25th. Um, Join up, get this recognised for a climate emergency. So we've been talking to Dom Mendonca and Dominic Eels from Energy Tailors. Thank you for your time today. The Beyond Zero show is brought to you by the Climate Change Solutions think tank Beyond Zero Emissions and is recorded in the studios of 3CR Melbourne and syndicated around Australia on the Community Radio Network. If you want to listen to this show or any of the, the others, go to www.bze.org.au and click on podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you again next week. It's not a product, it's a technology. 
It's an education challenge. A regenerative suspension? There will be a growing demand for industrial photovoltaics. Innovation in the financing space. The high-speed train is in all our interests. All political lines. Australia is a solar paradise. The market is moving much faster than that. You've got something that's transformational. Solar window in a can. Beyond Zero, global warming science, solutions and action. Taking it to a do-it-yourself level. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.